If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. That was the only thing that ever made Coach Osborne mad enough to say dadgummit was if we turned it over in practice. So I might need to adopt that, but it's been pretty good on offense. I think some of the turnovers we had have just been really good plays by the defense. That's great to see. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Final segment, what's typically a recruiting segment. We've kind of changed it a little bit here in fall camp because recruiting everywhere is kind of slowed down. Nate, we are going to talk a little recruiting here first, though, before we get into fall camp stories uh, from the past. In a minute or so, give Husker fans kind of what they should be watching here in recruiting. Well, the big news right now is is that uh, Nebraska does have a recruit that's set to make an announcement here in the, in the coming week. Um, you know, it's Sevion Morrison, the running back out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. He has, uh, you know, Nebraska was actually the first team to, to offer him, I think, like last October. And they've been recruiting him, you know, as hard as anybody since that point in time. He took his official visit, his one and only official visit that he's taken, uh, mind you, towards the end of June. And, um, you know, the plan had been for him to commit before his senior season. And then he kind of backed off of that and said it was going to be like a December, January decision. And then now all of a sudden he's back on to committing on August 21st. And, and I think this is a, you know, this is a Nebraska lean, I, I would say, um, you know, I, I think it's Nebraska, Arkansas right now. And, and uh, you know, I know this is a player that Nebraska would really like to have wrapped up. Um, you know, he set the single season rushing record in Oklahoma last year. And so, uh, I mean, very productive kid, and, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But he could be the one that kind of breaks the uh, the commitment drought or whatever. Uh, maybe maybe gets recruiting gurus, recruiting fans uh, uh, a little less uh, anxious. All right, fall camp story time takes us today to Sam Keller. <laughs> Sam, Sam Keller. Woohoo! Um, well, that was a fun, fun time in Husker history. And I, I mean, I got along great with Sam. He was a great guy to deal with. Yeah. But his story, his arrival to Nebraska during fall camp of 2006. So Zach Taylor was finishing up. He had to sit out that year. It was an interesting time. I'll never forget number one, Joey Gans, how upset he was when Sam Keller was brought in. He spoke to the media that day after practice, and I wish I had this somewhere. I still probably do at my house, but he just laid in. He goes, hey, I'll tell you this much. Sam Keller, he's going to have to come here. He's going to have to take the job for me. And, you know, they had a hell of a battle in camp um, that, you know, some say Gans did win that battle. Um, you would know better than others. But the first night, Nate, Sam Keller was in Lincoln. You were involved, first of all, with the pickup of him at yeah. the airport um, when he got to Lincoln. But – there were some interesting shenanigans that happened with him and Justin Tomerlin um, after that night. 
Yeah, I, I remember picking Sam up from the airport and, um, you know, obviously, you know, kind of introduce yourself and, and uh, we're driving back from the airport. And you know, I remember like one of the first things he starts asking, he's like, he's like, so what's the, you know, what's the, the vibe around Lincoln? You know, what's the party scene like? What are the girls like? And, and I'm like, okay, well, this is uh, the, the, the word on the street, obviously, before he arrived was that he'd like to have a good time. And so uh, that was confirmed, like within, <laughs> within about the first five, <laughs> 10 minutes that, that he was, uh, he was here. And uh, I, I basically, I spent that entire day with him, uh, you know, got him back to, to uh, the facility. And then, um, you know, we we're going from point A to point B in terms of, you know, just getting, getting paperwork done, getting him, uh, getting him all, uh, taking him over to the, the clinic to get his physical done and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, he, he, he ended up leaving his book bag in my car for like, a month. Are we going to get into what was in the backpack? Well, no, probably not. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting, uh, some interesting stuff in, in the, in the backpack. And, um, but yeah, I mean, the guy, the guy liked to have fun. He was, he was not, um, I don't know, he was not your typical quarterback. I, I think most quarterbacks are, are pretty, you know, dialed in and, and all business. And, um, Sam, Sam was, he liked to have a good time. So the, the story though, that <laughs> night when they got to Lincoln, Justin, of all the guys on that 06 team that you probably didn't want Sam Keller to meet, yeah. the first guy he met was the late Justin Tomerlin. And, and Justin was in his mid-20s or early 20s because you know, he, he was like a sixth, seventh-year college guy at that point because of his path that he was on and had a long-traveled history of partying and, and having a good time. And he hooks up with Keller and says, hey, let's go. Let's go out and have a good time tonight. And they hit it hard on the town and – they say, hey, you know, there's a great after hours party in the duplexes at some of the guys on the team or whatnot. And it's it's that part of Lincoln where all the duplexes look the same. So you could easily just walk into the wrong one. Well, Keller and Tomerlin walk into the wrong duplex and they just kind of start to make themselves at home, go in the bathroom. And it was a duplex that a bunch of females lived in. And the cops got called. Everybody came. But. Somehow nothing ever got out about this. No tickets were written or, or nothing made the papers. But I was told, Nate, Sam Keller spent his first night in Lincoln in his car. He fell asleep or they weren't in condition to drive and he slept in a car. Yeah, I can I can confirm that. And it, it was not Sam didn't have a car. Um, I picked him up from the airport, so I knew it was it, Justin's like little I, car. I think he it drove. was I think it was Tomerlin's car uh, that that they uh, they ended up spending the night in. Um, and, and to their credit, you know, at least they didn't drive, I guess, but. But yeah, that was um, you know what a way to kick off your <laughs> your career at Nebraska. Well, he I mean he he wasn't terrible. I mean his last game as a quarterback, he left the game. It was like seventeen to three. They were beating Texas, and and he was playing a heck of a game in Austin until they decided to play Jamal Charles and switch quarterbacks from Colt McCoy to the whoever the other guy was at Texas at that time. They they went with more of a dual threat guy to run the zone read, mm-hmm. and then. The defense just went to hell. Charles went for like 200 yards and a quarter um, when he went out of the game. But anyway, Sam Keller brought back a lot of memories. Robin, we had another one we wanted to bring up, and and you could jump in on this one. Uh, Sean Fisher and kind of what that did to fall camp that year for the media and and kind of triggering Bo Pelini. Yeah, so for those who don't remember, Sean suffered a broken leg. Severe injury. Yeah, it was a pretty major broken leg during one of the practices, and um, I don't know, word got out on our message board and you know on on social media, and it was quickly buzzing around. 
Well, somebody, uh, one member of the media, decided to call uh, Sean's parents and ask him about. I think they tried to. He called Sean. Called Sean. Yeah, and basically just tried to confirm the injury through him or them, uh, and that that got back to Bo, and that was one of Bo's very strict rules. And you know, it's a good rule. You don't need to be calling people's parents to see if a kid got hurt. Uh, but that next day, uh, at the next media availability, uh, before, as soon as practice got over, Bo walked over to us like he normally does and says, everybody, turn the cameras off, recorders off, everybody come over here. And he basically like made us do a little semicircle around him and lectured us, uh, like a teacher to a class that had been acting up about, uh, you know, how he has rules and he's very disappointed in us. And, uh, basically, yeah, like, like a we parent. were shut out of practice though yeah. for a week. Yeah. And so he's, he basically said that, uh, there's gonna be no more access for, you know, he, I guess he, it was an indefinite amount of time when he said it, but it ended up being a week and, uh, <laughs> all because somebody decided to go rogue and, uh, break one of the rules and Bo made sure that everyone paid for it. And fall camp just brings like those tense moments. I mean, you just always have things. August's heat depth mm-hmm. chart things. I mean, look at. I remember when Brett Qualley took reps from Tyler Moore. Like Tyler Moore stormed out and like left Lincoln the next day. I mean, yep. you get a lot of just drama like that, Nate, in fall camp. Yeah, you really do. You know, one thing I was thinking about with uh, the arrival of Jakeem Green this past week was. Um, the arrival of Matt Slauson, who was at the Air Force uh, Academy Prep School or Air Force Prep School, whatever you want to call it, um, and and I don't, I still to this day don't quite know how Dennis Wagner, the former offensive line coach, uh, found out about Matt Slauson. But anyway, they came up on a visit, and things moved real fast. Obviously, you it was know, kept quiet. Though. It was yeah, it was very very quiet. Uh, he kept he came up on a visit. And uh, next thing you know, you know he's he's getting uh, we're getting him ready to go for fall camp. And I remember, uh, much like Sam Keller, I was I was taking slossing around from from uh, point A to point B, making making sure everything you know his housing and and uh, you know the physical and everything was all done. And we go over the the student health clinic uh, to get his physical, and the guys have to obviously they see a doctor or whatever, and, and uh, the trainers, but they have to go over to the the. Uh, the student clinic to get like an EKG done and uh, to make sure their heart's okay so they can start physical activity. And, and uh, so they do the EKG and whatever else on Slauson and, and uh, the doctor or the nurse gave me the results and they're like, well, we can't clear him yet. You, you, we got to take this stuff to, over to, uh, over to the, the universe or the athletic departments, uh, training staff and whatnot. And, and uh, it turned out that um, you know, the, the next day or, or later on, um, we, I was running back and forth between the, the health clinic and, and the athletic department. Um, they told me, they, they go, well, he's got an abnormally large heart. He's got like a horse heart. Uh, <laughs> he's a massive human being, but his heart is like the size of a horse's is, is what they told me. Um, and I don't know if that was an exaggeration or what, but the, he had to go see like a, a specialist or see a special doctor to make sure that everything was okay. And, and obviously it was, and um, you know, and he, he goes on to have a great career at Nebraska and, and in the NFL, but I'll never forget that the, um, and, and they probably shouldn't have told me that, I guess, but when, when they go, well, Matt Slauson has the, the heart, the size of a horse. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it like raised a red flag. And, uh, but yeah, it was just, it got me thinking like, you know, the, the whole process of getting Jakeem Green and everything that has to happen. And um, it was, you know, similar with, uh, with Slauson uh, to a certain degree. But, you know, something that like that can hold things up. Well, for, that's why they get these guys days. here in May and June yeah. to get all that done with. Exactly. And, and um, yeah, when you're when you're doing that at the 11th hour, you know, right as fall camp has started or, or shortly after it has started, uh, there's there's always certain things that pop up, uh, whether it's academic related or, or health related. So uh, but yeah, the whole Jakeem Green thing made me remind or reminded me of uh, Matt Slauson and right. his heart. All right, we might have one more installment of fall camp stories in the final week of camp next week as we'll, we'll shift back over to the regular recruiting segment, but it's been a lot of fun just sharing some of these great stories from the past as that wraps it up here for another edition of the Husker Online Show. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.